Welcome to the Dashboard Effect Podcast. I'm Rick Thompson. I'm Caleb Oaks. Hey, Caleb. So today we wanted to talk about really the different parts of a data initiative, a data implementation. Um, and the reason we want to talk about this is because there are many years that we've thought of a data implementation as sort of one big thing that includes multiple pieces, but we're kind of smerging them together. And we're realizing that it really serves us and our clients and our engineers better if we separate them into their component pieces and think about them that way. Yeah, it's kind of some recent thinking from us, and it's been helpful to think about our projects this way. You know, we kind of did implicitly to make it explicit, those three different pieces. It's really helpful. Yeah, exactly. All right, so let's start with the first piece. And and this is going to be obvious to people who are in, you know, in this business. These pieces are not some some novel revelation, but let's tell you how we're thinking about them. Maybe it'll be helpful, especially if you're a business person thinking about this. So, so the first piece is really the data layer, the data warehouse and all the pieces that contribute to that. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, it's getting your your data into a place where you can access it, right? I mean, I think about our projects that we do with our clients, uh, and I don't know how many times we get hung up on just getting access to the data. We eventually get it, but it's not like it's an easy thing to do, even though it may seem that way. There are some hurdles you have to jump through, and if you can get rid of those for the rest of the organization, this first step can stand on its own, really, and provide you a lot of value. But you know, getting that data into a place where you can start making use of it is obviously step one. So that's that's number one, right? Yeah. So number one, I mean, you can think of it as as the thing, the data lake where all of your data is stored, but there's a lot of pieces that contribute to that. So you've got your data pipelines, um, you know, what we call ETLs in traditional data warehouses, but the things that are pulling data in to the data lake on an hourly, daily basis, whatever the case may be. Um, you've got a semantic layer so that analysts can access the data in a way that's not onerous for them. Um, and then there's a lot of uh, sort of making sure that that's kept healthy and working well around performance and cost and and data quality, that type of thing. So there's a whole ecosystem right there. Mm-hmm. And I think it's tempting to when you think about, okay, we're going to do some BI work. Let's build a sales report. Um, all right, well, we got the data leak piece, we got the second piece, which is modeling, and we got the report, and we're just going to smerge them together. But we're finding that it's beneficial to think of um, the data piece by itself, first of all. Um, it is an asset that's very valuable all on its own. Even before you've done that, that sales report in this example, you now have this thing that your data analysts can use to actually query your data and start figuring things out mm-hmm. and maybe even learn. You know, sometimes when you go into the, the other two parts, the modeling and the, and the reporting, um, there are business rule questions that you don't really know the answers to. And having that data lake allows you to really do that discovery and figure that stuff out. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to go back to the data access piece again. And, you know, there's there's your business is going to have so many different types of data sources, right? That systems that people are using. One might come straight from a database, one might come from an API. Um, and, you know, whenever we're asking our clients, all right, where's this data? How do we get to it? And they say, I'm not really sure. You know, I don't, I don't know. I've never really done this for this system before. You know, if they were like, oh, well, we have a, we have a consolidated area with all of our data in it already. It's like, whew, that just got Fantastic. rid of a huge chunk of work that you yeah. have to accomplish. So, yeah, I think it's good. 
Okay. So then let's move on to the second piece. We're basically going to break it into three pieces. Um, I've already mentioned the other two. Um, the second piece is really the data modeling. Um, and I think for years we spent – we we thought of modeling and reporting as sort of the same thing. So maybe even sometimes we thought of the data lake or data warehouse by itself. Great. But then when it came to the report, that was sort of modeling and reporting together. And we're realizing actually that thinking about them separately has its advantages. If you think about the modeling as its own function, it, it – can keep you from doing things that require that create technical debt and require rework and so on. Yeah, right. I mean that that modeling piece has always been kind of a gray area, right? Is it is it you know is the data person in charge of that? Is the viz person in charge of that? And you know it's just kind of been this shared thing. And the modeling piece is actually where so much of the business logic and actually getting the fundamentals in place to actually start doing some good, solid, reliable, repeatable reporting comes into play is that modeling piece. So it's really, really important. And it can, it can be a sneaky one of how much time it takes you to get to a place where the good or a good model is in place. Yeah. Well, correct me if, if you don't agree with this or challenge me on it. But I also think if you start building your visualizations, your reports, before you have your model really nailed down, you can create a lot of back and forth and rework. Uh, and getting your model to where you think it's it's ready to go before you start doing the reporting has a lot of advantages. You may come back and have to tweak it once you start building the actual report, the visualizations themselves. Uh, but there, there's an advantage just treating that as a separate piece. Yeah, right. Exactly. It is. It's. It's a. Yeah, it's an important piece. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Definitely. All right. So then the third piece is the visualizations, which, frankly, for years I sort of thought of that as the piece, and the other two just were there to make that happen. It is true they're prerequisites to to making the visualizations happen, but um, the visualizations are their own beast. It takes a different type of engineer to think about those. You're really doing the UX layer now. Mm -hmm. So you're meeting with the business people and the stakeholders, the people that are going to be using this and having to understand their personas and what their goals are and how they're going to use it. Is it something that's going to allow them to make a decision? Is it something that's going to trigger an action? Is it just an accountability piece? Do they look at it daily? Do they look at it weekly? Um, does it come in their email? Does it need to be visible on their phone? Um, are we better off with three visualizations rather than that eight cool ones that make it look really fancy like a, a super sophisticated dashboard? But does the three actually meet the business goal better? All those questions really start coming into play, and they're very different and separate from the data piece and the model piece. The data and the model support it, right. but it really is a separate function. Yeah, I mean, it's a really good point, right? And I think a lot of people do what we've done is just kind of squish all those together. And that viz piece is so incredibly important when you put it when you put it that way, like it is, it's UI, right? How are people going to use this report? How's this going to be intuitive and actually drive the right actions? Like everything you mentioned, how's it going to go out? How, you know, how are people going to consume this thing and who is it? And all that stuff. Like there's a lot of considerations just in the UI of the, of the report that has nothing to do with the model and nothing to do with the data. Right. Right. So it's, it's, it's helpful again to separate that piece out. Yeah. And I think there have been uh, times over the years where we 
had one person who was a jack of all trades who was doing all the modeling and all the viz work. And yeah, they could do it, but it seems as though we get a better result if you can separate those somewhat. They're mm -hmm. they're synergistic. They're going to work together. They're going to talk to each other about you know changes that they need in the model or can you do this in the viz so that I can do this thing in the model in a different way. I mean, there's still a lot of interplay there, but they're really not the same. Right. Right. Exactly. They rely on each other, but they're separate pieces. Yeah. 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 So as you're approaching one of these projects, what are the implications do you think for a business person and thinking about it in three parts? I mean, there's obviously, all right, do I need completely different skill sets? Yeah, in some cases, although there are people that can do all of them. I mean, certainly in your uh, in your glory days, you did all those really well. Probably still could. Still in the glory days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you may realize you may need to realize that different people are suited for different parts of that. Um, right. Better or worse. I mean, someone who's really good at the data may not be the best person to meet with your CFO and CEO to figure out that UI UX piece. Yeah. All, that's almost always the case, right? Yeah. Is that your, <laughs> your heavy data person is going to be more interested in figuring out how to pull data from this really complicated API than figuring out why they're doing that, right? Just getting yeah. it to flow is like such a, such a satisfying thing for them. And then, um, you know, figuring out how you're going to take that data and actually present it to somebody. That's the modeling piece. And then, the, and then actually doing the presentation and what it's going to look like. It's different. It's another piece, right? Yeah. And I think, yeah. I think what we find a lot is that the data, like the first piece, getting your data together and modeling can be pretty tightly coupled. It could be the same person. And then on the same, at the same time, it could be viz and modeling could yeah. be the same person, but you, very rarely find someone Jump that can do the, the whole thing. Yeah, that will do the whole thing well enough yeah. um, or as good as if you had separate separate yeah. roles for that. It's true. Do you think there's implications around sort of maintenance of these systems as well with this? Is it good to think about them as completely separate pieces? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I guess that's where that's where modeling and reporting start to feel like one a yeah. little bit because yeah. – you know, you want you, – what are you doing? Your model is going to impact your reports pretty heavily. I mean, they all impact each other. But right. um, really that's where you can kind of uh, catch yourself if, if you make a modeling change and it breaks all your reports. So, um, you know, it, it – I don't remember what your first question was now. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about maintenance and oh, does yeah. it have implications there. And it's probably actually not a very good question because, yeah, obviously it does. Um, I think there there may be a piece of this, which is, okay, your data engineer can be your modeler too, or your viz person could be your modeler too, but don't expect the viz person to cover that whole stack. That right. seems, seems like a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and don't have your data person do the, the viz work. Right. Because you'll end up right with reports like, I build now. <laughs> Actually, I like your reports now. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I, I, I don't think there was anything earth-shattering there, but I just wanted to get out to our listeners how we're thinking about it now, how we're really separating those. And as we're thinking about projects, thinking about those separate pieces, and uh, I believe it's helping us to come up with better designs and, and hopefully better outcomes in general. Yeah, I think it's super helpful to think about it that way. It's a kind of a simple one, two, three, right? Step one, get your data into a place where you can get to it. Step two, figure out your logic and your business logic to put into your model. And then step three, present the data out. 
Yeah. Right. I think also it might be important to note you, you can work on those in parallel as well, right? You can have someone who's doing that, building the data lake and and getting the semantic layer uh, while the modeling person, as soon as there's data there, they can start looking at it and thinking about the model. And then once the model is starting to be built, um, the visualization person is hopefully meeting with the business people and learning things and then feeding feeding information back to the modeler if they're yeah. not doing it themselves. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not as though – it has to be three discrete end-to-end waterfall projects. They right. can be happening together, but uh, it's helpful to think of them separately. Yeah, and I think you actually just touched on another important piece is that information requirements kind of flow in the opposite direction, right? So <clears throat> from Viz, ultimately what you're reporting on, back up to the data platform. So it doesn't mean that you have to have the requirements before you do anything, but you know, you need to make sure that your model is going to support the, your visualizations and then that, that your data platform is going to support your modeling. I mean, it's pretty obvious, but, you know, that is a, it's an interesting way to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that's it for this topic. Good. Thanks. Thank you.